San Antonio Spurs Nation. Hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. The Spurs fall to the Pacers, 118-131. to 131. Uh, This is After the Buzzer, your post-game show, right? The post-game show for Spurs Nation with me tonight. Uh, kind of sitting with me in this in this what the, the heck just happened chair. Uh, we got uh, my guy, Zach Montana, from the Spurs Way podcast. What's going on, Zach? What's up, man? That was, uh, that was fun. That was a fun one to watch. You know, I was really excited for about a quarter, <laughs> about a quarter, uh, maybe even less than a quarter, man. Whenever DJ checked out, I was, you know, everything else kind of just went with him to the bench. Uh, let me just kind of gauge your temp, bro. Um, you know, what's 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 your mindset right now coming off this loss? It's our worst loss of the season, obviously. Um, I think before tonight, all of our losses had combined for uh, about 25 points, right? And tonight... Uh, it's about what it's thirteen or or something. It ended it up. It, well, it got it uh, definitely. It, it looked a lot worse until they threw the scrubs in the fourth. Yeah. So I mean, it kind of it was bad. It was real bad. Uh, I mean, I'm. It, I, I mean, I don't know. You tend to expect these things to happen. It's a young team, final game of a road trip. They're ready to get home. I, I mean, but it doesn't excuse you letting a team hit eleven threes in the in eight threes in the first quarter. Which I mean is a, it's where you really lost the game. I mean you're chasing the game from the rest from the time being. After that happens, you're mm-hmm. chasing. They went eight for ten in the first quarter. So I mean, you're probably yeah. gonna win a lot of games. You do that. Um, yeah. And the Spurs, I mean, they shot well from the three point line as well. They shot fourteen for twenty eight, which is the issue. Which I mean, which is like your Spurs fans are like, oh, we've been waiting for this. But I mean, <laughs> if you can't defend the three. I mean, you're just gonna be just canceling out points. So at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. Not gonna win the game. Yeah, we couldn't get stops to close the gap either. My dad showed up like in the in the middle of the fourth quarter, and and I, he was like, "Hey, what's going on?" I was like, "Oh, I'm just watching the Spurs get their tail kicked by the by the 2015 Warriors." I was like, "Cause these guys were just lights out." Man. Well, they couldn't this, miss. Yeah, they couldn't miss, and you know they're one and four coming into tonight. Um, so they were they they don't look like a bad team at all by by any means. So I think they were kind of maybe due for tonight uh, a, a night. A game like tonight and then you know on the back end of that uh we were kind of due as well i think you know we'd been putting every ounce that we had onto the floor in this on this road trip like you were saying yep. and um these games have been going down to the wire and you know legs catch up to you you know fatigue catch up, catches up to you um not not a lot of time to to rest unfortunately we're gonna come home on wednesday to play dallas but we're talking about this slobber knocker of a game right so there's a game ball to dish out somewhere so let's go ahead and dish it out All right, Zach. Who's getting your game ball? Uh, tough. Uh, I'm gonna probably go with Dejounte. Uh, he's been playing. He's been playing great basketball. Great, great basketball. And I think that first quarter it carried over from the fourth quarter from, that, from the Bucks game, and he kind of just kept kept rolling. He really didn't score much after the first quarter, but he's been just getting a little groove, distributing the ball well. Uh, if he can keep that going, I think this the team's gonna gonna bode well with it, but. You know, there was he was at one point he's the only person in, the, in double digits like at midway point of the third quarter. So I mean, he got a lot of. I don't know. It, it was just it was a bad day. It was a bad day at the office. It's one of those ones you go home, you flush it, you keep moving. You have seventy five more games to go. So I mean, end of the day, you can 
hopefully it doesn't come back and bite you in the butt, but yeah, it's a bad performance. I mean, let's call it what it is. It's, it was a really, really bad performance, especially on the defense end. That was too many open threes. I don't even oh, want to yeah. look at the advanced advanced shooting stats tomorrow morning when they come out because it'll be just probably 60, 70% of the three-point looks were open. Yeah. So it was, it just, that was just bad. That's that's something that that's been uh, glaring itself. I think in all of our losses, man, is that is that we we have trouble sometimes uh, on the, guarding that three that three point line. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right, man. Who do, who else do you give it to? I'm not going to make this complicated and try to you know find some other reason to give it to anyone else. You know, I mean, uh, DJ was amazing in that first quarter, man. Uh, he drops he drops 16 right in the in the first quarter. I think he I think he hit two more in the second. He hit a jump shot in the second quarter and that was kind of it. And the game was already kind of slipping away from us at that point. So no. I was like, okay, DJ didn't really play much of the second quarter really. Um, so it's really like they gave him that long stint in the first quarter and, and he went off and you know what, like just to kind of focus in here on DJ a little bit. Um, what he's doing on the defensive side of the ball is, is, is elite, but man, the, the sweetest thing that, that I don't think anyone was expecting was, his ability to shoot the three point, uh, the three pointer the way he is. I mean, he's walking into it. He's catching. He, he's hitting it off the catch. Um, he's just been able to shoot at such a high clip. Unfortunately, tonight. I mean, like he hit three tonight, three for five, right? He hit them all in the same quarter, I believe, right? Um, we kind of want him to do a little bit more throughout the game, but this game was kind of an anomaly for about you know a half, like for a good half there. Like those second second half was just I don't even know what what the heck was going on there, but. Uh, but DeJounte is going to get the game ball tonight. I mean, if anything, I mean, he finished with 16, six assists, you know, two rebounds, one steal. He got a steal for tonight. Derek White gets a couple charges, you know. He played good. Yeah, DJ stepped into one of those threes uh, in the first quarter uh, on a – like a two on – it was a three-on-two fast break. Yeah. Normally, we normally Spurs basketball, you're not going to see a player pull that. He pulled it with confidence. Yeah. Um, I'm also seeing the chat people saying uh, Jock. Yak Lindell needs a little uh, shout out because he played well as well. He played really well in his little stint that he played. I, I honestly, it's unfortunate because I feel like he deserves so much more, so much more playing time. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially Drew does his thing, but a game like today, Keldon really got. We'll go into that, but I think we'll just yeah. go. We'll go with Yak too. I mean, he played real well today. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Jakob and DJ Man have been the one-two punch so far in every single game that we played this season. So. Um, you know, big shout out to those two guys. But all right, let's keep let's keep it moving. Now we can we can dig into the juicier stuff. Yeah, right? I didn't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin my takes over here. <laughs> all right, we're gonna talk some big stats when we get right back. Just to let you guys know, we are gonna do a Q and A uh, after the segment part of the show. Uh, if you're listening to this right now on Apple or Spotify, and you're you're listening to this post live, or if you're watching this post live, um, you know, we're gonna go through the segments. Zach and I, and then I'm gonna let Zach go. We're gonna do a little Q and A with the live chat. So make sure that you guys go ahead and put your questions and your comments in there. We're going to dive into it at the end of the show. And that's only for YouTube, uh, just in case if you're listening on the podcast. This part does not come out in the podcast section. So uh, YouTube exclusive content for that part right there. So let's go ahead and talk about some big stats of tonight's loss.
I usually have my chart, right? And I'm like taking stats. I'm like, okay, this stands out to me. This one stands out to me. And at halftime, I was tallying them all up. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're just losing in every single stat category in tonight's game. I was like, you can pick from the gambit, right? Whatever you want to look at, we're losing in that area, right? Um, except for the rebound stat. We actually were like, you know, for the most part this season, we haven't been getting out-rebounded uh, against some pretty good big guys too, but – um, I mean, the stats were what they were. Like you said, they were shooting 57% from three at halftime. It was just their their shooting percentages are just outrageous. 47% from three, 57% from the field. They were nine for 12 from the free throw line. Great for them, right? You know, they they just they were forgot like what, they were forgot what that forgot what that feels like going nine yes. for 12 from the free throw line. Yes, exactly. So I mean, you know, Turner was just a monster. You know, Turner looks all world right now he's he's amazing right now the way he's just the, how aggressive he's playing um but one of the bigger stats for me were just at halftime you mentioned it earlier that i think dj was the only guy with double digit scoring going into what the third was mm -hmm. it in the third it was, i think it was like midway through the third he was the only one doing anything so and then Derek white got a little got it going a little bit hit a few threes so he got he got in the double digits but he was well Indiana had like five at halftime. Yeah. It was just one of those games, right? It was just one of those games, right? So they were just obviously on, um, you know. So, I mean, those are just some of the big stats, and they're just kind of defensive, like, you know, they're just looking at the defensive side of the ball, you know. And, of course, our 16 turnovers, that that sucks. But uh, what were some of the big stats for you tonight, man? Uh, I mean, I just – I'm not – I hate being a box scorer. I hate being a plus-minus guy. But, but if you look at the game, I mean, we – we have a big hole at the four spot, especially in games like this when they got Sabonis. They got two big guys down low cooking us, and Miles, and they got Turner down low as well. And they, I mean, you have Keldon trying to box out Sabonis, and that's just not going to work. And I, I just can't wait for games like for this for Zach Collins because I think this is a perfect Zach Collins game. Also, why Jock Lindell should have gotten some playing time, but I mean. It's just what it is, but I think games like today would be perfect for Zach Collins. He's going to go – he can match up with Zabonis down low. Zabonis is not going to push him around, but we're just switching, and Yach's getting a mismatch, and they're just going whoever Yach's not on, and then it's going to go work. And that was what was happening, and they are getting wide-open threes from it because we're doubling down, hitting the open guy, and that's just why you go 8 for 10 in the, in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. So – I wouldn't even call it a big step, but everyone's just saying – I mean, a lot of people have been pointing out to me as well that Keldon has the worst plus minus on the team throughout the season, through the season, uh, through all the games combined. Um, obviously, it's a short sample size. But I think there's ways you can help him. I mean, mm -hmm. you can put him on the – you can bring him off the bench. You can bring – you can slide in when Zach Collins comes back, slide into Zach Collins, keep McDermott on the floor at the three, and have your Derek White – and DeJounte, and still have your shooters because obviously DeJounte's showing he can shoot. Derek's showing he can shoot. We don't have to say anything about McDermott. Zach Collins is showing he can shoot. So I just think it adds – I think his shooting as well as hurting him on on the offensive end and on the defensive end, he's getting put against a guy who's – Keller's a big guy, but he's not – you can put all the weight on the world, but you're still going to get pushed around by a 6'10 natural yeah. – 260 finisher in the paint who just knows how to use his body. Right. Both those guys are all stars. So in games like this, I just feel like his plus minus was he was minus 24 tonight, the worst on the team. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. just unfortunate that he, I think Pop could help him 
because mm-hmm. there's just better situations to put him in. Whether it's because that we're waiting on Zach Collins to get back, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But I just think there's better ways there you can help the team out. I mean, there, it's just this you're kind of setting them up to lose because they're just going on the switch guy and then yeah. you gotta double down get a three. It's it, it works in scenarios, mm-hmm. but I mean we're not we don't have KD and Clay and Steph and Draymond. We can't run small ball all the time and expect to be successful. Yeah, definitely on a night where we're ch- like the idea behind that would be okay. We're we're downsizing. We're gonna play faster. We're gonna run KJ at the four. And but when the other team on the other side of the floor is hitting the way they are tonight and they're bullying you the way that they are tonight, uh, I think adjustments kind of need to be made. But it kind of makes you think. Okay, was it just because they were on the back end of this road trip? You know, they were gonna kind of just let it be what it is. They were gonna they weren't gonna change anything too drastic. They were gonna let the guys kind of go out there and just take whatever to lick you know, that comes their way or maybe they, they play well, but um, it definitely is a thought that I had tonight too. The Zach Collins thought that's, that's a great point. I'm just like, man, tonight we needed him. We needed help. And and I like jock too. And I think jocks time will come. I just feel like, you know, even, even, you know, Thaddeus young for, for the most part is barely starting to, to inch into this rotation a little bit. Oh yeah. And, you know, I think that's, that's taken a little bit away from drew. And I don't think they were just going to do it. They weren't just going to like, okay, yeah, that young, here's 15 minutes a game. Just because, you know, the Spurs really don't do not do that. You know what I mean? And I agree. I mean, it, yeah. it is kind of like process, earn, earn your role type thing. Yeah. Like you're not just going to come in day one and just going to get all the minutes. Especially even if you're, even if you're a veteran, I think DJ spoke, spoke on that against Milwaukee and they were talking about how that was ready to go and like how he's a, he's a pro. He's the pro's pro. He can come off mm-hmm. the bench and after not playing or whatever and just be super productive. And, you know, and they were talking about DJ or DJ spoke on the fact that, hey, I know how pop does things, even for bets, you know, like just stay ready because we're, we're going to need you and you're going to your moment's going to come. And I think it was just this this first part of the season is is about like establishing that foundation. And I think they're giving that opportunity like to Kata Bates Diop and they're giving that opportunity to Drew Eubanks to mm-hmm. show that. Hey, when Zach Collins comes in here, and when, when when we start inserting Jock in the mix a little bit, this is y'all's opportunity to show that they shouldn't take your minutes. You know what I mean? I I kind of feel like that's that's the foundation that they're setting right now. That that competitive, you know, uh, that competitive balance between the team, between the, the players on the team, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. So so yeah, no, but we definitely needed needed help tonight, man, and. Uh, like AD as well. We went up against the Lakers, man. I was just like, God, man, we could just use another big body out there to throw at AD. But no, I, yeah, and I just think, and it just goes back to the point. I just think we're just setting Keldon up to fail, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where, what can you do? I mean, you got to you have big men on the bench. You have guys that are obviously hurt, so it's unfortunate in that sense. If Zach Collins was completely healthy, then I think we'd have our answer. But I don't think the team is fully like what it is what yeah. pop envisions it to be. Cause I mean, sure. as this is a, it's, you don't go against two big men every night, like as dominant as Turner and Sabonis down low, but you gotta be prepared. Mm-hmm. I always like to be prepared and like proactive instead of reactive type thing. And I just don't think we're really built for that. Cause as you go back, pop's not going to throw jock in there right away. You know, especially mm-hmm. he had a concussion in the preseason, didn't really get to play the final few games. Which kind of, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Same, and I think Trey Jones played well today. Trey, this is like Trey Jones. Those are really these, those two guys' first two minutes, first few minutes, like actually, like really going, like take the yeah. reins off. You're gonna have fun. There's really no repercussions yeah. going on. 
And I think those two guys played well, but it goes back to your point. They're not just going to get – Pop's not going to throw you into the fire and really not going to give you the opportunity to get thrown into the fire unless it's like injuries and it's super forced. I think yeah. I mean, 15, 20 games, I think we exactly. might have seen him a little more. Exactly. That, that, that's what I'm on that same page with you, man. 15, 20 games in, you give this lineup, you give this 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 uh this plan that you've created, this this rotation plan, and you know, however you see it playing out, you give it some time, you give it a, a nice sample size. Um, and we're doing pretty good. I mean, we're we're losing games, yes, but competitive wise, we're we're right there, I think, with with anyone else in the league six games, seven games in. You know what I mean? I don't think we've Look oh, I mean, at all like bottom of the barrel, right? Like no, that, Russell like, Russell Westbrook said that. I mean, he, we got some we got some young young dogs that like playing basketball, and it's, we're a tough team to play against. So, I mean, we're not we're not punks, but I just hope mm-hmm. we don't see a lot of games like tonight where they get super discouraged and teams are hitting, and they're just like, oh, and the team's just struggling and look like they're stuck in quicksand. Mm-hmm. And there's really, I mean, who are we gonna rely on to like really we? We need an energy guy. We need somebody who's like, and I don't think we really established that yet. As it's too early in the season, like who's who's the guy that's gonna bring the juice? Who's yeah. the guy that's gonna do this? You know, I, I think we're still establishing. Those guys are still every day going establishing roles. Yeah, trying to like not step on each other's toes, but really trying to understand the right way to go about building this team and how to run it. I mean, I think. Yeah. You've seen this how it is in the fourth quarters, how we've struggled, and I think everyone's really had our pop gave Devin a shot in the fourth, and again the Lakers like called a specific play for him. So I mean yeah. we're really trying to like try out different guys down the stretch to see where we can go. Mm-hmm. So I just think we're just trying to establish roles and yeah, need to figure it out soon because it's going to be twenty five games this season. And you better not have five wins and start looking around and be like, what's the deal? You know, that's just you can't have that. So. Yeah. I think today, I think Saturday and Monday, you see like what to expect. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. playing the bet, the defending champs, playing defense, getting stops, and then playing the Pacers, one win Pacers, and you can't. You can't <laughs> oh, do no. anything. There were no stops, man. Within 48 all. hours, you're looking like a completely different team. So yeah. it's just, it's what to expect. Yep, and that's the grind, man. That's the grind. All right, man. So we're gonna talk about some glow spots, uh, Spurs Nation. That's some areas from this game that you know stood out in a positive light. Uh, there's always a, a gross spot in a win, and there's always a glow spot in a loss too. They might be dim, but they glowing. All right, right when we get back. All right, so uh, I'll toss it to you first, man. Uh, what's one of your glow spots? I have one, just in case you don't, you don't have one. Cause I, something I know that was positive? See. Something that was positive today? Yeah. I think Trey, Trey Jones is a positive. I think us hitting 14 threes was a positive. Yeah. I think that definitely gives you confidence to say that, hey, yo, we can – and they hit 50%. They went 14 for 28. So I think yeah. that was the best mark of the season mm-hmm. so far. Unfortunately, it comes in a loss, which you're kind of like, oh. What a yeah. bummer. It kind of goes against what you're trying to been preached the past two years. As you hit threes, you're going to win the games, but you yeah. hit a season high and you're still looking at the mirror like, what the? Still yeah. lost by 13 and got blown out. But the three-point shooting and um, Trey Jones, That's I think he could be great off the bench for us. A, a different downhill pick and roll, just head down, 
straight to the rim attacker. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's really all I got. That's all you're going to give me today, especially after a game like that. Man, I was pretty hyped on that KJ dunk, though, on Turner. That was nice. That was Ooh. nice. Ooh. That was nice. Impressive. I was like, here we go. And then, uh, no. Um, but glow spot for me, man, I think that Devin Vassell is, is making a, an argument here that, you know, like you said, he's he's being looked at for some late game crucial clutch moments, like mm-hmm. to take those shots. Oh, the Spurs yeah. are actually looking to him, and and you see it in his game, and that's something that we kind of saw in the summer league a little bit, is that he's able to just know when he has just enough space to get his shot. Very, very elite shooting guard level stuff. Like the way he's able just to catch, and he knows his, he has his defender on his left side. He's gonna take just one little one little moment just to come up and rise up, and you know he's just he just knows exactly how to get his shot off, and he's he's hitting them. I think on a, on a great clip. Uh, he had 15 points tonight. He was one for three from three, six for 12 from, from the field, right? 50% from the field. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Um, he gets his two steals. He gets his three assists, his one block. And uh, I'm going to talk about Lonnie a little bit later in the show. There's only one more place to talk about Lonnie to me in this, in this, in the rest of the show. So you know where that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the case for Devin Vassell in that lineup. I think it's not going to take long for him to kind of like how we're talking before it pop just doesn't give it to you. Lonnie's Lonnie's earned that opportunity to be like the next guy up. Lonnie has earned that over the past four years, but you know, the sample is going to be what the sample is after 10, 15 games. And I think Devin Vassell can make us better. Uh, And I'm talking about, you know, uh, yeah, I even like, like the idea of him in there for Doug McDermott. Um, or in there with Doug McDermott would be would be great too, um, but but Devin Vassell was a glow spot for me tonight. He just looks competitive. He looks he's you know he's always going one hundred percent when he's on the floor. Um, you know another glow spot for me tonight was was just seeing you know the bench play a little bit more. You know I, I'm glad that we got to see him play. Jock like we said earlier, Jock had he had five minutes. You know Kada had twenty five minutes. Man, Kada has has been a huge. Uh, compliment i think to whatever kind of ross whatever lineup he's out there with you know so kato's looking good I, i'm really liking devin vassell and i saw a stat with with um base the up where it was his he's like there's two lot the two best lineups for the spurs this season he's in them and they're like massive plus minus crazy mm-hmm. so it's like okay yeah. and people complain about it there was a big complaint about the, at the lakers game about why he was playing and I just think he's a little longer than a little longer than Keldon, a little a little bigger than Keldon. Can uh, can switch on the floor, can switch on the floor, yes. can shoot the three at a little consistent, a little better rate than Keldon. I mean, Keldon is like two, a three. I think he's three for nineteen this season, and that's not good. Let's just call it what it is. I, I don't. I'm not too shy with that. But yeah, I, I do agree that Basie. I was really impressed. I really like that's the kind of the one spot this season where I've been like, wow, I didn't really expect that. Yeah, I guess I understand why Lou got cut. Yeah, and he's not. Yeah, exactly. And and to like you're saying, he's he's taking other people's minutes too. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, so he's you know, Luca was just the beginning of the of the of the slaughter that fucking that Kato was going to bring to the to the lineup this year. And, but and that means that like he's obviously earning his minutes because mm-hmm. it we goes it goes back to what we we're saying. It's not like Pop's going to go. Hey, look! I cut this guy because this—I mean—he's not trying to prove a point. This guy's earning his minutes, mm-hmm. beating out people who 
you know, the Spurs are really relying on for like a future with. Mm-hmm. And that means that, I mean, it means he's earning his minutes. I mean, let's just yeah. call I mean, that's, a, that's, that's impressive. I mean, clearly we don't, we don't get to see what goes on behind closed doors in practice yeah. and training camp and whatever they do that they do to figure out. So, I mean, we're just, we're just fans to see a 48 minute game and hear media and we get to make our little, we get to go off. I mean, we don't get to see the, the practices and how these players are responding to stuff like that. So, I mean, if he's earned his minutes, I mean, respect to him. So yeah. it's obviously translating on the floor too. Yeah. He's uh, I saw somewhere someone compared him to like a modern day Bruce Bowen. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, talking about like fit and role wise, how, mm-hmm. how you plug him in there with the best players on the team. And all of a sudden he makes them better, but he's not doing anything. Right? You know what I mean? It's oh like yeah. 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 That's, that's KBD. Well, all, you all need, you need players like that. It's, yeah. I mean, this, he's not demanding the ball. He's not, he's just going to go out there. Oh, the ball swings to me. I'm open. I'll shoot it. If they close out, I'll drive it. If they make me pass, I'll pass. It's a very unselfish player, and it really helps that second unit. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it's just like, okay, we can not have to worry about giving him the ball. The ball will naturally find him. That's a good basketball yeah. player. Yeah. Always finds open spot. Ball is naturally going to yeah. find you. So, I like the way he's playing. And he's hitting, him. he's hitting him, too. He had 10 points tonight, seven rebounds. Uh one block, five for nine from the field. Um, Brent Forbes, another bright spot, man. That's that's two games in a row now, or three games in a row now, right? Dallas, he, he hey, came out to play. You were the one who said he needed to get his ring. I told you. So you got the ring. He was gonna be. He was gonna be all right. So he got the ring. Everything's cruising now. He's on. He now he's back to normal. Brent. Did you see that? Did you see that swagger that he was playing with in Milwaukee? I oh, saw him hitting floaters over Giannis. Hey. I tweeted out he had he had a play where he got blocked, got the ball back, oh, went yeah. right up for the shot made. I'm like, this guy, he's just an absolute he's just watching him. You're like, it's a funny basketball player to watch, is what it is. He's just a yeah. funny basketball player to watch. Yep. Yeah. That's that that's that's what happens on the best night of your life, like of your career. Like in, you know, getting that championship ring, you know, in the pocket. Let me just go right Man. back up with it. He was like, y'all shouldn't, y'all should, y'all should have brought me back. That's what he was saying. He was, like, uh, he was cool. He's all happy to be home. You know him. Yeah. He got his ring. Yeah, he's back in enchiladas. <laughs> you know, all, he's it's all good. Yeah, Brent, Brent, we love Brent here in SA, man. Um, all right, cool. So let's talk about some growth spots, guys. Uh, that's some areas that we need to improve on. And tonight, there there were a couple more that were glaring at us than than usual. I think I think for the most part, you know what? We'll talk. We'll talk about it. When we get right back. All right. Um, you know, anywhere you want to look, you can find an area tonight. Uh, but like you, you kind of, you kind of mentioned earlier, it's, it's, it's important to keep the context involved on, on the end of the road trip. You know, we just came off playing, you know, Milwaukee two days ago. Um, legs, tired legs are going to, are going to come in and and to play a factor. Um, but tonight, you know, there were a lot of areas that you can see that, okay, we just didn't have it. I think for the most part, a glow spot, if you will, on the growth spot is that usually there are real little things, you know, very minor little things that, that we kind of slip on, slip up on late in the game that cost us so far this season. Tonight wasn't one of those games. So, I mean, you could take your pick at the smorgasbord in front of you, um, What's what's one of the areas tonight that you're just like, look, man, it was it was, it was obvious that this game got away from us, but 
hey, this one was something that we need to fix moving forward. Well, I mean, I hate to beat a dead horse. I just can't. I hate to be like, just keep repeating myself, but like, you got to, we got to figure out what to do with that four spot. And big, and, but I, and obviously, as I keep re- reiterating, I don't, I think Doug McDermott not being in the starting lineup is really kind of holding us back a little bit because he definitely helps DeJounte and Derek get to the, get to the paint with the spacing, the way he runs off the screen, where they run, basically, when they run Yak on that high pick with Yak has the ball and they just, they're all running around him. And I, they really are not, up to their optimal form right now where they should be. And I think it helps Kelton as well. But mm-hmm. I think we just need to figure out what to do with that. Even though we shot a, a season best 14 threes, a lot of them came in the second half in trash trash minutes when we're already down 25. So you got to worry about three-point defense and really getting into like a groove offensively with a three-point shot to start the game and really get going. And I think Doug McDermott's going to help that. And we got to um, – really figure out the spot, figure out what we're going to do with Kelvin on that four spot, because I think teams are going to start targeting that situation in pick and rolls. They're going to make them switch with the big man. And this would be a mismatch and they're going to double off it, hit big, hit big threes. Like they've been doing all, all year on all year against us. And especially tonight. Look, we're bottom six in the league right now at allowing points in the paint. Right. That's that's my big issue. And it, it stood out to me tonight because we're playing against two guys that can go to work in the paint. Usually, luck, you know, usually you go up against one, you know, usually the other team has one good guy that can kind of really kill you down there so mm-hmm. far. That's that's how it's been. A.D., um, you know, Giannis. Uh, but we got lucky. Even, we got even, lucky even, Mo, because- even Mo Bamba in the, in the first game, he was giving us the business. And we've got lucky with injuries because I mean, like if they had LeBron, I feel like we'd we'd be in more trouble because that's more another guy in the paint. If we had, yeah. it, I think Kristaps, and they also Brooke or one of the Lopez brothers yep, was out Brooke. as well. So I mean, we just we kind of we're kind of in dodging bullets with, and it's mm-hmm. kind of I think tonight really exposed that crack as you're yeah. bringing. Like we cannot compete with two big men. So so we're we're down there at the bottom of the league, I think giving up about 50 or 53 a game points mm-hmm. in the paint tonight, 62 tonight, 62 to these guys, man. I mean, um, I, your two, your double headed monster and Sabonis and Turner, I think, combined for about 43 of those 62. Mm-hmm. Right. So just from those two guys, man, they killed us and they combined, I think, for 20 plus rebounds or almost whatever. But, you know, they were just, you know, monsters and. It's shoring up that four spot, but also adding depth to that rotation. Right now, we don't use our depth at, at, at our bigs, right? Mm-hmm. We, we barely use Drew. Jock hasn't gotten in the mix. We're downsizing that to you know to the five, right? And we're we're slipping him in there, and, and mm-hmm. we're experimenting with that at the moment. And it's just like, okay, yeah, we're we're not even trying to really go big. And I feel like, okay, we've been able to get by. We've been able to like still just be mm-hmm. in the game, right? We're still in the game because we're getting steals. We are getting steals. We're turning that defense into transition opportunities, right? We're, we actually, we actually, not tonight, tonight we shot uh, 52. Actually, it's not that bad. We shot 52% from the field, right? But, um, you know, we're, we're actually, t- you know, top seven in the league and field goal percentage, right? So it's like, we're getting to the rim, to the paint tonight. No, but on the defensive side of the of the of the of the floor, we're letting people in the paint, and and it's a big it's a big problem. And the issue you see it when they when teams run pick and roll, they're gonna it's 
our our help defender from the baseline is always going to be a six seven dude or below, which is yeah. an issue because we have no help. The help the defender off a of pick and roll is. I mean, we have no one contest in the paint. I I, I love Kelvin to death, but Kelvin is just not. You like as I, I think Zach Collins. I, I mean, I I still don't understand why tonight would have been a perfect game for Jock to get in there. Yeah, earlier he obviously played well when he got his minutes, but he only played five minutes. If he plays ten to fifteen minutes, maybe space that floor out a little bit in the first half, it helps players like Kelvin. It helps players like Dejounte, Derek, really get in the groove, get to the lane, get easy buckets because you have a guy who he can, as he says, he can shoot the piss out of the ball. So yeah. I mean, he's obviously can shoot the ball and it's a good looking stroke. It's not, it's a great shot. Showed it off tonight a few times. And it's kind of like, man, this is a bummer because tonight are games that we need, we can go big and still shoot. There's, we, we have guys on this team that will allow that. I think pop needs to maybe uh, just go to it a little quicker, you know, like understand like, Hey, this is a situation. They have two big men. They're eating the paint up, but we have big men as well. When Zach Collins comes back, he can shoot the three to not consistently, but he can shoot, keep you honest. A little 30, 33% is going to keep you honest. He gets hot one time. As honest as, as Turner was tonight. <laughs> right. I mean, it's still going to make you think, hey, I might have yeah. step out, you know, and yeah. still going to space the floor out just a little bit more to get in the paint, get people moving. Yeah. So, same thing with Jock. And I love Drew. I love what he's done undrafted. Free agent coming at coming made his name a name for himself, but you can't have. I mean, I think we're two like cons- two of the same at that five spot. You know, yeah. where it's like these guys really aren't any different. We, there's no like variety when we bring one on and one off the floor. Mm-hmm. They all really do the same. They both get in the paint. They, so we need a little variety out there on the four spot. A big man who can pull out their big man shoot, and even if they're they're running small. We still have two big men that can switch. I trust Yock's. I trust Yock and Jock's feet mm-hmm. out there play, switching on defense. I, same thing with Zach Collins on a, on a on a little guy. So I think when that happens, I think that's still going to be a big boost for the Spurs once we start adjusting and start trusting that our fours can play with NBA fours instead yeah. instead instead of forcing the small ball. There's times to go to it. There's yeah. no issues to like, hey. We, we need to start the game with small ball. No, no, you don't need to, like, force it upon yourself. There's obviously teams will give you opportunities to go small. You match them. You, you force their hand. But tonight wasn't that situation at all. Yeah, tonight was a night to maybe mix it up. And, you know, there's going to be moments this season where Jock is going to be able to get some of those minutes early in the second or, or early or late in the third or whatever, and he's going to have to defend well. I feel like that's really – what he needs to prove. And and I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen a good sample of him against, you know, the second stringers or, or even the first string caliber players. And how is he going to defend against those guys? Because we know how Drew is going to defend against mm-hmm. those guys, right? And I think that's like security. In a coach's eyes, like you're, the way that your players defend are kind of like your, your security blanket as a coach. So I feel like he's going to have to prove that whenever his moments come. And then – because we kind of know Zach Collins. We know – we know he's what he's all about. He, yeah, he we, loves he loves a little fight. Yeah, exactly. And Pop's he gonna love that. A, he might get in a little scrap this first game back. You know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. And you know, I hope that eventually we see some of these lineups where we run uh, a double big out there at some point um, with Jakob. Um, 
Because when you look at it, Thaddeus Young played 15 minutes. Drew Eubanks played five minutes. That's your that's that's your bench rotation right there at your center spot. That's mm -hmm. it. You know, those 20 minutes. You know, so if, if Jock wants to take some of those minutes, he played five tonight, but again, it was like in a, in a blowout. Um, if he wants to take some of those minutes, he's going to have to earn it on the defensive end. There's opportunities, too, against Dallas. Dallas likes to space the floor and shoot threes and, mm -hmm. and play two big men that can shoot. So I think there's opportunities against Dallas as well. Yeah. To, to get to to try what we've kind of been harping on in the last five ten minutes about getting a big man out there who can kind of you know give a team a different look. So I think teams have understood what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. Is there's a you know kind of a good sample size to see that hey this is how they like to get down. So teams are kind of adjusting. Scouting reports are changing. They're mm -hmm. getting more of a. They always said it's the best time to play a team earlier in the season because you really don't know what's going on. But once you start kind of getting a groove, you can kind of understand how they play so i mean teams are starting to do that so you got to give a little a little different different things at them and also the spurs got to test their product against a different system style whatever and right. see which is better right like okay is our small ball better than your big ball right let's let's just see how it all plays or, out or vice versa or is yeah. that, can our big ball play with your small ball exactly can we put out can we put in yak and can we can we just get offensive boards and then have the the two jock and yak out there banging or Zach and Jacques out there banging. I mean, it's just – I think there's a lot of varieties. And especially – we were – Jacques has been great on the offensive board. Great on the offensive right. board. And uh, I think if you add maybe one more to the mix, yeah, it would be great. Yeah. And, and spurts. And spurts. And spurts. So it had to yeah. be all the time. Yeah, situational and spurts depending on the matchup. Um, last growth spot for me um, – it has to be, it has to be my guy, man, Lonnie Walker. Uh, I I was telling my wife during the game, I'm like, you can't look at Lonnie's stat sheet. If you want to look, if you want to get the total misrepresentation of how Lonnie played that night, look at his stats. Because you know, usually he go, he can have a great stat night, and in my eyes, I'm just thinking, man, this guy was terrible. Or you know, like he has an off night on the stat sheet. I'm th and I'm thinking, man, Lonnie was huge, like all night long. You know what I mean? So Lonnie has that effect. So. Those of you guys that like to look at at that, you got to really look into into how he's playing, how he's defending, what he's given. How many times does he get beat on the floor? You got to count those, man, because you know it, it's a lot. And Lonnie, we need him, man. It's 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 not it's a no brainer that we need his offensive output. Um, and usually coming off the bench is where it's shown fruitful, right? With Doug in the lineup and stuff like that. But so far, uh, he's had some good games and he's had some bad games, but. Ultimately, I I need it. I need it more from Lonnie. I just can't help but think that every time I'm seeing Devin Vassell out there play, every time I'm seeing some of these other guys out there play, I'm like, man, Lonnie needs to bring it a little bit more. Like, there's always moments out there where he's indecisive. He's not sprinting back on D. You know, he's getting beat off the dribble. You know, and then he comes back down and he'll do something awesome on the offensive side of the ball. But you know, those, those moments are coming too much, too frequent for me at least. And I just, you know, I really want Lonnie to be able to catapult, catapult himself this season because we all know. We all know what he's capable of. Yeah, we got um, we got someone in the chat actually, Bernal C92, saying that. I mean, he's just saying that Lonnie's just not what he, he's saying. He's saying Lonnie doesn't deserve contract. Not, don't, don't get him started about Lonnie. But I'm, <laughs> I mean, my thing with Lonnie is – I think him being in the starting lineup hurt today. I mean, hurt in the last few games. It's just not 
that's not who he is. He he's like needs the ball in his hand. He's one of those guys that like always has to have the ball in his hands, running around, feeling like just getting touches. He doesn't have to be shooting, but he always it's just he needs he's you can just see it with him. That's how he gets confident. He doesn't need to be shooting the ball, but the ball in his hands, it just so him being in the starting lineup, I think has really kind of slowed him down. Kind of he doesn't really know when to attack. Got Derek, DeJounte, obviously DeJounte and Yak. Derek and Yak had their own little two-man game. So it just kind of nullifies and it turns him into what we talked about our first time we talked about how it turns him into a spot-up shooter, which I don't think that's what he is. Um, so, I mean, I think we got a good sample. We've got some good glimpses of him this season of, yeah. in the, off the bench where I think that definitely suits him, where it's like, yeah, you're going to get the ball. You're bringing the ball off the court. You go to work. And, and to go back to your point, yeah, there was a few possessions today where he runs down the court, shoots, done pass. The possessions that annoy me are the possessions where you run down, hit one pick and roll on the top, top of the key, shoot a three, and you bet you bust his shot and you run back down. You don't find your man on defense. It happened. Holiday hit a three in a corner on him, and it's like, yo, like you can't. You ha- you can't like bring you gotta have a short memory. He definitely doesn't seem to have a short memory where yeah. it's like things just sit on him. And I just feel like there needs to be more. Like there has to be more. Like you have too much talent. I've seen plays where you're running up, hanging in the air for 10 seconds, finding the backboard. I mean, but you're with this team, you're not gonna get the ball every play. It's a very the, the team is distributing the ball out all, all the time. It's not a, hey, you're going to be our primary scorer, but there's opportunities for him off the bench. In spurts, five, ten minutes, go to work. Five, ten minutes, go to work. You're going to see it. But today, it was – last few games, it's really – it's kind of been what it yeah, is. Yeah, you want to see a little bit more instinct out of Lonnie. Like, you know, every time I, I look at his, you know, at the end of the game, I'm like, let me see. I mean, I'm looking through his stat sheet. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And, and I – but then I look at the at the personal. I always look at the personal foul column for Lonnie, straight up. I'm like, how many fouls does he have? How, how many fouls do you think he had tonight? Uh, two. Zero. Zero, zero fouls tonight. I'm just like, how do you not pick up a foul when you're getting your tail beat down 25? Mm-hmm. You know, 20 the whole, the, pretty much the whole game. And and I feel like that's that's Lonnie half the time. He just doesn't want to get in it like that. He rather stay out out at bay, kind of waiting, waiting for his spots, and then he'll he'll hit you with a shot. But he doesn't want to get into it, and I feel like that's gonna hold him back because he's no, that's he's, that's he's crazy. Got the athleticism. Think, that's crazy when you think about that. It goes that that reminds me of a game. Um, it was that Kawhi Leonard big game against Memphis a few years ago in the playoffs, and Lamarcus Aldridge played I think forty six minutes and had one rebound, and you're like, yo, you're you're a big man. Like how did how do you get one rebound in forty six minutes? Like we could run up and down the court for forty six minutes. Any one of us, and the ball's gonna find us twice. Yeah. Like it's gonna find it's gonna find me. Yeah. So that's crazy. That I mean, you don't just yeah. it's aggression. It goes. You gotta you gotta you gotta want it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, Lonnie will be a growth spot for me. Hopefully, not that much longer this season. But because you see it in flashes. But man, some of those, like you said, those annoying plays. Man, those are the. And it's like the lack of effort sometimes. And I think he just overthinks it. I just I think there's no instinct and it's all overthinking. I don't know where am I supposed to go? Who's my guy again? Where where is he? Oh, he's well, like, oh, he already would, cut it back door on me. Oh yeah, you just would much rather him just play. Yeah. It's like go out there. Whatever like when you play, no one can stop you. You're not yeah. thinking you're just going to work. You're 
you're yeah. going to work people. So, And if you're going to be kind of on the downside on the defensive end, hey, Brent Forbes is like that too. So, But you can do something. You can light it up every single Brent, time you go hey, out hey, there. Brent, hey, Brent ain't afraid to shoot. Brent has no mm-hmm. mental laps on the shooting side. Don't, don't nope. tell him to do yeah. Exactly. You, you, he just shoot all day. Yeah, we need to rub. We need to get that uh, rubbed off right. on Lonnie just a little bit, just a little bit. All right, Zach, man, thank you for coming in, man. I know it was a, it was a, it was a loss. It was a tough one to watch. Um, but uh, but thanks, man, for stopping by. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, man? Uh, you can just find me at at Zach Monty fourteen on Instagram and Zach underscore Montana on Twitter and the Spurs Way podcast on Twitter as well. And uh, shout out to my boys who tuned in. They're acting like fools in the chat. <laughs> and um, shout out to my mom, my dad for watching. And yeah, appreciate y'all. Go no. Spurs go. All love. Have All love, man. man. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate yeah, you it. Safe, man. You keep rocking in that AT&T Center, man. Oh, I'm, I'm, hey, it's crazy in there, man. It's, it's been so much fun. I can't, I can't even describe that Lakers game. That energy okay. in there was wild. So yeah. y'all be safe. Yeah. All right, man. You too, man. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Go Spurs go.